what is really important is to get to know the features of these generations, to understand how they think, what they want. Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class, they call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question really is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom. I'm Andrew Houston. I'm gonna show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. Hey, Rockstars, Andrew Houston here with another No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. I've got an amazing guest with me, but let's first of all see if the title of this resonates with you guys, okay? Hiring A players without wasting your time and killing your profits. Let's think about that for a second. Vero, how's it going? Good. <laughs> Good. So, Vero, we got you here because you're our HR expert, correct? Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> It's supposed to be like that. Yeah, I, I work in the HR department here at PFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, what we wanted, I wanted to bring you onto this podcast because one of the greatest struggles the contractors have is number one, they, they know they can't do it alone. They know they got to build a team. And it honestly is an epidemic in this, in the world of, of especially contractors. Okay. I'm sure this applies to other industries, but especially contractors where there's, you know, there's, there's a massive shortage of, of, of people and, you know, the contractors really struggle. They struggle to, to, you know, find these people, attract them, get, get them on board, you know, and keep them. I mean, there's a lot of aspects to hiring and building an A team. Would you agree? Yes, totally agree with you. In fact, in fact, well, first, thank you for having me here. Um, I'm really glad to be here and share a little bit of my knowledge and experience with our community. But it's really happening. And you know what? Where is more difficult is the new generations are different from the last ones. And what we think we know, well, we don't know <laughs> that much. So let's get into that. Okay. So everybody mm-hmm. listening in, we're going to be going through different aspects of, of this conversation. Okay. This isn't like the end all the be all to help you guys with your, your hiring challenges and in, in finding, attracting, landing and building an A team. But we're, what we're going to do is we're going to cover off certain areas that is super important that, uh, you know, a lot of the contractors, probably I'd say like 95% of the contractors that come to us, that come to us to become champion CEOs, they're not aware of these things. They're not, they don't have these insights. And the reality is effort does not equate to results. In other words, you could put out as many ads as you want. You'd want to hire somebody as bad as you want. You could spend all this freaking money, hire a freaking, you know, uh, a headhunter, uh, go spend fucking two, three, four thousand dollars in Facebook ads, whatever. And you're like, man, I'm still not getting the results. So we want to address things. It's almost like the hiring secrets, okay? That you really need to be aware of before you try to post another ad, before you, you know, try to interview somebody so that you guys can get the the, I almost call it like the unfair advantage over your competition. 
and and you know accelerate your ability to build an A team. So let's get into one of the first ones that you highlight, which is super important. Like, why did you bring that up? Why did you bring up that like these the, this generation or the millennials are not like the the last one? Like, so what? So what, Vero? They're they're no. a little bit different. What's what's the big it's deal? Super super important. You know what? Millennials are the getting new generations, right? Something important to note here is that now. In our businesses, we have five generations coexisting, and that's a big challenge. But why do we have to focus in the millennials and Gen Z? Because recent studies show it that by 2025, millennials and Gen Z will represent the 80% of the workforce. So wow. you well, have to know this. Mm-hmm. Say that again. I, I, and, and by the way, everybody listening in, some of this stuff, I'll be straight up with you. This is new for me too. (laughs) So repeat that statistic again. So in a few years, like by 2025, millennials and Gen Z, these two generations, will be representing the 80% of the overall workforce. How is that? (laughs) Yeah, because the young people are the new workers, (laughs) basically. So what is really important is to get to know the features of these generations to understand how they think, what they want, etc. Because knowing that you're going to put everything in place to attract them and retain them. So what are like, I'm telling you, you just, you just stumped me there for a second. Like I'm processing mm-hmm. in my mind going like, mm-hmm. I knew it was important, but everybody listening, like, think about that for a second. Okay. If 85% of the workforce is these two generations. Okay. If if you don't focus in on understanding them, <laughs> sorry, you're screwed. But if you do, <laughs> if you do know, mm-hmm. it's going to amplify your success because it's not like it's not like you know we got you know a, you know a few generations and it's a third and a third and a third. It's like man, if you really get this dialed in, there's going to be you know there's going to be so much opportunity for you. Because the majority of the competition or other contractors out there, like your competition, if they don't learn how to speak this language, you're going to be like a, like a freaking irresistible magnet. Am I, am I on the right page here? Yes, totally. I agree with you. And because it's like you have to understand something to address that something. Okay. Mm. So these two generations... What they have, you know, the interesting thing about these two generations is that their interests are different from the past. So they, they have so many characteristics, et cetera. But I find special two that are really important. The first one I will say that is that these are tech generations, okay? These people were raised and born around computers with internet, you know, with social media networks, et cetera. So they not only value this, but they give it a lot of this place in their lives. So for you to have an idea, these people spend 7.2 hours per day online. And that's where it comes really important to have presence on social media because they are always in, in that's that place. crazy. That's the way you're going to get to them. Yes, of course, that's that's critical. You know and what? another thing, oh, um, tell me, come no, no, no. Uh, oh, tell just, me because you know, it's really just, interesting. It just hit me, you know, it just hit me. <laughs> I have a beautiful, I got two beautiful kids, okay? Mm-hmm. I got Madison, who's 21. I got Michael, who's 18. And I, I and instantly when you said that, I'm like, really, really, Vero, seven hours? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. 
wait a second. Yeah. I look at my children. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I'm like, Madison, Michael, get out there. Get out there. Like, what are you doing? We go for dinner, right? I'm like, what? Give me the phone. They're like, come on, dad. I'm like, you either turn it off or give me the phone. And, you know, Jen, my wife's like, Andrew. And I'm like, no, seriously, we're here as a family. And they're like on these freaking phones. I'm bringing that up because, like, I was like, really? And then I'm like, oh my God, I can totally relate to that. So imagine that's the workforce, right? Totally. It's a phone, the tablet, the, you know, the notebooks is everything, Tish, everywhere. Okay. That's, that's the first, you know, criteria to, that I find really interested about that because that tells us what we have to do to get to them. But the other thing there is really important, you know, that when it comes to work and jobs, it's people always think about salary. That is really important, of course. Mm -hmm. But you know what? These generations really appreciate having the sense of purpose in a company, in their jobs. So for these two generations, it's really important that their personal values are aligned to the company. So we can offer them, you know, this possibility, this option, and they will be like, please. So having in mind just two of those things are super powerful to create a strategy to get to the people that you want to your air players. So that's really, really, really important. So that tells you not only about their features, but as well, your challenges. So if you know what you have to deal with, you're going to be prepared for that. So that's really, really important and interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a couple of questions here. Um, <laughs> what are the age groups? What's what's sort of the age range of the? So tell me, tell me these two. Like, say the name of them. It, it, you know, I don't know. If, I'm sure I don't know if you know this, but let's let's. If you do, great. If you don't, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Tell me what the 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 name like. Name the one and say it's sort of within this um, age range, and then this mm -hmm. one in this age range. So, what's sort of the age range of these of these two different? I mean, uh, the age range. I don't know, but we have to think that our. For example, for an internship, we wanted young people, and they could be like 18, 20, right. for example. Right. So, you know, that's the start point of every worker normally. Right. Okay. So that's interesting to keep in mind. But for example, millennials, I'm a millennial. I was born in our 1986. So, so like 21 years old. So you're like 21? Part of, <laughs> oh my God, Andrew. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Well, yeah, but you know, it's it's it, the range is like you know really, yeah. Uh, let, let, let me really, tell you really why. Big, but mm -hmm. okay, let me tell you why. Ready for this? Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know, maybe maybe I can get a slap on the hand for saying this, but let's just <laughs> let's just make this real, okay? Okay. So, Vero, you know that we're growing profitable contractors. One of the things that we're doing to grow that is bringing on more salespeople to help more mm -hmm. contractors. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, part of the process, we have a process, everybody. We don't need to get heavily into that, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna touch on that and the importance of a process. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. part of that process is like these people have a conversation with me. Mm -hmm. Right. Interesting enough that there's a couple of people that we were interested in. And in our process, part of you know, me having the conversation is to explain to them our values and what we're about and you know, explain to them like bit of under the hood of our products and services and things of that nature. Swear to God, okay? Strike me down if this isn't true, okay? This is the language of these people, okay? And we're talking like a we're talking like a 31-year-old and a, and a 35-year-old, something like that, okay? okay? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Listen, Andrew, I want to, you know, the current place I'm at, okay, 
you know, doesn't really, you know, doesn't really drive me and fuel me. You know, I've been looking at your videos on, on the podcast. I've been looking at you online. I've been downloading these, these, these tools that you give up the contractors and, and uh, through the conversations, you know, that I've, you know, that, that, that I've had so far and what I've seen, like, I just love your values and I want to be part of this. I want to, I want to help people. You know, it's not so much about the money for me. And I'm, I'm not joking guys. I'm not joking. Seriously, guys, the one person's like, man, you know, I was making hundreds of thousands of dollars at, at, at the place that I'm currently at. And, and it just doesn't do it for me. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? I'm willing to start at the bottom. So everybody listening in, this is happening live, like right here, yeah. right mm-hmm. here, a proper contractor. And I, and I wasn't like trying to pull that out of them. They're like telling me, right. Back to what you're saying. Like, they saw it's looked at it. You know, they're all looking at us on the phone. They're downloading and looking at listening to the po- all online, 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 online. Values, yeah. values, values, values. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not all about the money. Like you're bang on. Yeah, because it is. In so many interviews, I I've been hearing like, okay, they apply online. They want to have interviews online, and at the same time, I've been hearing like, I want to make a difference for the world. I want to help people. So it's about what they want, the, the greatest good, you know? So it's, it's, it's really interesting. And, and, and I've been having the same experience such as you. And, and it's, it's really surprised me. But at the same time, it feels good because the world is changing. So the HR processes, the recruitment processes, the way that we approach to these things. So it's important that we are aware, you know, because that's the first step to start, you know, making the changes. <laughs> so let's, let's bring these insights that you've got to the table. Okay. Like, like, you know, you know, we're, you know, a, a contractor and owners listening in on this and they're going, yeah, you know, this is starting to resonate with me. Like, Hey, what the hell do I do with this? Okay. So what would be some of the things you mentioned some of them, but you know, I think we just want to be really clear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them you mentioned, and then let's segue into some other uh, aspects of this is being willing to <laughs> have an interview with them online. You like somebody might be listening and going, that's not, what are you talking about? Whatever. <laughs> that's not a bit, that's not a big deal. It is to these people. It is. It is to these people. Yes, totally. Totally. I believe that to take this into practice, I believe that our contractors could do several things. For example, you know, having social media, for example, Instagram, Facebook, you know, trying to have presence on those places because it's where our, you know, future players already are. That's one thing. But the other thing is that to be open to have at least the first interview online, you know, it could be, you know, a phone call with, uh, you know, with a video, uh, turn it on, or it could be by Zoom or whatever. At first, at least the first one. That that just a big uh, little step. So um, I don't know what do you think, but how do you how do you feel when you are interviewing someone you know online? What what is, does that feel like mm-hmm. for me? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, uh, being in being, I consider PFC innovators. Okay, so I've been doing the online thing. Long time, way, way before most people in this space were willing to do it online. And I didn't do it with maybe the right purpose in the sense of, well, I shouldn't say not the right purpose, but it, it wasn't so much folk. I got lucky. Okay. Um, 
I got so frustrated, you know, trying to, you know, you know, physically go in to see people and help them and not being able to help as many people as I wanted because of, you know, here in Canada, like fucking snowstorm. Sorry, man, can't make it, you know. And I just got so frustrated. Mm. I just wanted, I was like, listen, I can't help the number of people that I want to help in the way they want to help it. And it's dangerous for me. And I got a young family and I almost got in a car accident. And like, okay, enough, you know. Mm-hmm. So I went online. And, 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 and I wanted to, so I was using GoToMeeting like a decade, like seriously, a decade ago, you know, super expensive back then. But, you know, mm-hmm. I started off doing the phone call thing, but I, I was like, no, I, I want the personal thing. Like, so I can see their faces and their reactions and stuff. So for me, I love it. I mean, Vero, we had, you know, we, we have <laughs> an amazing team, right? We had yeah. like, how many dozens and dozens of people online at one point, you know, how in Halloween costumes and stuff. So mm-hmm. I love it, right? We're in 13 different countries. Like everybody listen to this for a second. Okay. I'm not trying to turn you into, you know, us like a coaching company, but I just want you to understand, like we've got, I've got this amazing person Vero here today. Who's, you know, head of our HR, we got a whole amazing team. And I'm going to tell you, 13 different countries. There's no way we could have reached these amazing people having to go, Hey man, every call we have is has to be physical. Like, and I'm, and got, look at guys, I get that you're hiring tradespeople who need to be on site and stuff like that. But these initial conversations, you have to make it an easy entry point and technology is a comfort zone for them. So either you get comfortable with where they're comfortable or if you don't, they're not going to want to come to, and, and work with you because it's not comfortable. Yeah, totally agree with you. That's, that's a good point because, of course, we are traits and, you know, the, the, the work, the job is physical. But those fair contacts could be perfectly online. And it's, you know, a way to make sure they're going to be there because something that happens really, you know, often is that people don't show up. <laughs> to to the, the interview, so that's a way to increase the the chance of them to be part of that interview that you want to have. So it's really really important, interesting. It's just the first interview. Maybe you want to do an assessment or whatever that you want, but that first touch, it could be perfectly done by you know in, in a way that is online or or by phone or whatever that you feel comfortable with. Yes, and, and, you know, you said something that I want to just not not retract. I agree with you, but just like. I want to, I just want to catch it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that first touch. Okay. I, I understand what you're saying, but I just want to be yes. clear to everybody. The first touch is how they see you online. Okay. So I've got a little list here. We don't need to go through, like go in depth and all of it, but Vera, you came up with a list. Sorry, everybody I don't have this mega memory. So let me just go through it. Mm-hmm. And then I want to mm-hmm. apply it from an online presence from potentially an ad perspective. And I want you to really think about it. So when I go through this list, I'm sure talking about it. I want you to mentally, if you have your ad in front of you, or you have an old ad, or you remember a bit of what your ad looks like, okay, I want you to think of this from an audit perspective, okay? I want you to think to yourself, does my ad contain any of this, okay? Secondly, I want you to think about from an online presence. Does my online presence contain any of this? So right now here live, no bullshit, hence the no bullshit <laughs> I want you to listen in on this. You can pause it. You can rewind it. You know, if you're hearing, you know, if you're hearing it live, great. Okay. But go back to this. And honestly, if you want to improve your process, this is a great opportunity to listen to these points and audit your ad, audit your presence, audit how do you communicate in the interview. And you might be like, yeah, but Andrew, it's one list. Yet this one list applies to every single phase of the process. So are we ready, Vero? 
Of course. This is your list, okay? So these people are looking for a work-life balance, okay? They're looking for personal growth and development. They're looking for, you know, uh, options as far as communication preferences, okay? That could be technology. That could be, like, di different ways that they can communicate, right? Um, it could be software, different things of that nature. Like, hey, man, I'm on site or whatever, but it's technology. They have a higher expectation as far as a workplace balance uh, around culture, okay? So when you think about your values, when you think about, you know, what your culture is about, is it a fun environment? Is it an exciting environment? Is it like, is it an environment that, that stimulates growth? Like think about that. And then as I'm going through the, keep asking yourself, you know, what in your ads or online presence or any part of your hiring process has these in it? Okay. They need to feel that they have meaningful work, right? That they feel connected and have a purpose. Okay. So. Let's think about that for a second. I'm going to guarantee something. 95 of contractors that come to us and we complain, can't find anybody. Vero, how many of those things do you think that they have in their hiring process or their ads or online presence? <laughs> not so many. <laughs> do not say zero. <laughs> Almost zero. Okay. Mm -hmm. Honestly, you might not like what I'm about to tell you. And Vero, you tell me because we help contractors mm -hmm, mm -hmm. hire people right we yes. do we have a whole system for for doing this you know, a done for you system for you guys or yeah. our champion ceos we have a whole process that if they want to do it they can take the process that works and applies all this kind of stuff okay they still have to make it personal because one company's culture is different than somebody else's but it applies yes, all the totally. time okay but like honestly you know you the listener the owner that i'm talking to right now okay how many of these things do you have in your process? Or does your process look something like this? Especially your ads is a good example. I need somebody to work overtime. I need somebody to work night shift. I need, I need, I need. And I'm looking at it going like, so 95% of contractors that come to us with this hiring issue, within seconds, we look at their ad and go, dude, oh. would you work for this guy? <laughs> would you apply? So if you're- That's a good question. Like when you look at this, how well does this work when they start doing this? Well, really, let me say a few things here. First thing is that is taking, you know, to build on what you mentioned, is that when we design it, we're going to have a podcast for that, I know, later, second part, but you have to write your ad thinking about them, not only what you need, but how to think just as them to connect with them. So you have to think to into why they care. You have to focus on future learning. You have to pay attention not only to the experience, but their, their skills, you know? Because if you say like, I'm trying to find someone who is who likes innovation, for example, they are going to feel like, oh, that's me, you know? So that's really interesting. And something really, really interesting here that we find out is that don't use whimsical job titles, use just the simple ones, because those fancy names are not, you know, the best. They want simple, they want to know everything just with the word of the job title. So that's really important. With this Done For You hiring program that we have, it has been amazing because we were able to, to help so many contractors. And at the same time, people, they need, you know, to have a job. They want to improve their life, have, you know, better opportunities, etc. So it's a win-win. It's the way I, I can say this. But it's been really a learning process to understand, you know, the contracting business, the contracting potential candidates. And uh, it's, it's in, in a service that when we 
you know, create landing pages uh, for open positions. We help our contractors build their company culture, their employer brand. That is important because it's where our potential candidates are going to find the company they have to trust in the process and for that they have to trust in the company. So the way you speak about your company, what is pouring out there is talking about you. It's the way you're going to say, okay, I'm a good place to work. Come to work with me and you'll be happy. So uh, that's really the, the big difference not only about finding you the right person, they play your unit, is to help you build your, your brand, your employer brand, and to make you think about your own culture. And based on that, we find everything else, you know. So it's really interesting. So important. <laughs> it's so important. So look, from what we covered off, we're going to wrap this up in about five. I got, I got one other area. And I think I think we should do a part two of this, okay? I think we should go, we should go deep yeah. into... You know, I think part two, what we're going to do, everybody, is we're going to go deep into like the effects of, of the other side of the fence, which is hiring, you know, the wrong people and the cost. Oh, my them. God. I have some stats about that. Really it's crazy. It's crazy. So, <laughs> crazy. so let, let, let's 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 look at this and, and, and let's just uh, commit to we're going to do another podcast, probably the next one or, or like probably oh, I'm, I'm going to commit to it'll be you know, right after this part two. Okay. And we're going to go ahead and get into the effects of hiring the wrong people and even keeping the wrong people, right? Like, you know, <laughs> the, the wrong person is the wrong person, whether you just hire them yeah. or you, you've had them for a while. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if, if we look at this, I want you guys to, you know, I want you to really think about what Vero is saying here. Does every contractor Vero have the ability to adapt to this? Totally. 100%. What makes you say that? Because they already have it. They just don't use it. <laughs> I've been hearing that I don't have a culture. Of course you have a culture. It just has to step back and start things, you know, from another perspective. Because the way you talk, the way you communicate with your people, the way your people feel, that makes your culture. And your, so. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's just, you know, it just has to be, you know, it has to be just brought out of you. Right. Like, so it, it, give me an example of it, if somebody's listening in on here, mm -hmm. go, okay, Vero, like, this is really great stuff. Like, uh, man, I, I, you know, I, I, I listened to you guys. I, I looked at my ad, man, it doesn't have any of that, man. I went online, man. I, I don't have any of it. You know, I went, I like, you know, I, Hey, Hey, Vero, I agree that yeah, I do have a culture, but like, I got so much to improve. Where would be the first couple of places for somebody listening in? Because this is an old bullshit podcast. So, you know, our goal here is to have people listen in and, and walk away with, hey, man, I can, I can take that and start working on it. So mm -hmm. what would be one or two steps that you would advise, you know, when a contractor comes to us that would be, might be a quick win for somebody listening in? Where would you have them start the first couple well, of steps? Well, you know, online you have so much information. So um, you have to take that information, for example, best job ad you could ever write, for example, but you have to take that and think about your company, you know, commit to think and, and to start, you can ask your employees, okay, what do you like about working here? And use that information as a testimonial, for example, or as, a, or as a, an idea to put some really good stuff in your ads. So that's a good, good place. That's a great that. idea. Get the yeah. get the team to do the heavy lifting for you. And by the way, they're going to know it. They're they might they're probably going to see it more than you would. Yes, totally, for sure. 
Awesome. What would be, so that, be one good. more step? What would be one last one? One more step would be leverage on what you already have. For example, if you already have Facebook or Instagram, et cetera, okay. start using those channels to connect with your potential candidates. Mm -hmm. I love it. Like that's totally, it's all doable, right? Yes, totally. And I have one more thing that has been really useful for us is the referral program. That is, you know, talking to your own employees or people that you know. And okay, if you want have know someone who could be a good fit for this role that I have open in my company, okay, tell this person to contact me, etc. Through that program, we have been finding some good qualified candidates. So that's a good strategy for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, that's super powerful. And that really resonates with me because <laughs> a huge part of our team here and even my team that I had when I had a contracting company, it was all like, let's face it, you know, contractors, tradies hang with tradies, right? We, all, we go to the pub, have a pint, you know, hook up sometimes for breakfast. We're all yeah. shooting shit. We're all like, it's a bit of, it, it, it's an undefined community. And when somebody's at a workplace, you know, your, your team members especially your A players. And again, correct me if I'm wrong here, Vero, but I, I found that the A players, they want you to succeed, okay? Yeah. And, and, and they also want in, a, in, a, in, a, in an ethical and a good way, but a bit of, you know, in a natural selfish way, they want to work with people that they want to work with. Yeah. Right? And an A player hangs with A players, right? I, I believe that good people hang with good people, bad yeah, people yeah. hang with bad people. You know, the thieves... No other thieves, right? Good people don't know the thieves. The good people are good people, right? Yeah. So, so, so you know, it, it's just a natural human instinct that if you have an A player, the odds that he knows somebody else that's an A player is because he wants to hang with those people. And so it's it's to his advantage, let alone you might want to, I you know, if you're, do you recommend like incentivizing them or anything? That could be uh, an option. For example, you can, you know, offer like if you, with a policy, of course, if we find someone through you that stay with us at least, you know, one or three months, et cetera, who could give you any X amount of bonus, for example. Right. So it depended on the budget of each, you know, company, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. But it could be, for example, a week off. <laughs> it could be not only money, but other kind of incentive for sure. Right. Yes. Right. Well said. So those are some really good strategies, okay? So like, you know, guys, you know, leverage your team. It's they're right there. Okay? I don't care if it's, mm -hmm. you got two people working for you, 100 people, mm -hmm. like that they know, you know, the you know, next one was like, you know, leverage what's already, what's, you know, where you already are, okay? And amplify that. So if you're on Facebook, amplify. Don't try and do it all at once. If you're on Instagram, focus on Instagram, but pick one, focus in on it. And, and try to abide by these rules that we talked about and things that are going to attract these people and start changing your language. And th third, you said is leverage, you know, your team members that you currently have to find other A players, which is amazing. Okay. So my last little tip goes back to what we talked on already, which is audit one or all of those areas with what we covered off today. Go back pause, write down the things that we covered off, do an audit, pick one area. If it, if right now you got ads out, take a look at your ads and go, man, do what do I have in here that Vero covered off regarding these two generations, which is going to be 85% of the mm -hmm. workforce. That's crazy. Right. And I guess my very last comment is this, it's a little bit harsh. Okay. You get 
to a certain degree, what you deserve from the perspective of your ability to adapt, okay? If you keep playing the way that you're playing, trying to do it the way that you've been doing it and it has been working, guys, you're going to keep getting the same result, okay? And it's probably piss poor result. If you can take some of these things, not all of them, just some of them, okay? And apply it. I'm going to, I know Euro knows your, your results are going to improve. And one of the greatest things that you want to understand is that 90 plus percent contractors out there, look at your competitors. Are they doing this? They probably aren't. Okay. So if you start doing this, you're going to be looked upon as the place to go and work for. So you can start it right away. Like Vero said, you guys all have cell phones. You all, you all have access to this technology. It's not like yeah. you don't, you do. And, and we'll see you guys on the next episode where Vero and I are going to get into, you know, the, the effects of not hiring the right people. You know, Vero's going to bring some amazing stats to the table. We're going to talk about, you know, how to identify and how to pre-filter so you don't bring in somebody. And if it's all right with you, Vero, leverage some of that to sort of do a bit of a self-assessment of the team that they have. Totally. And one more thing around that is, is what if you find your A player? Is that all? No, no, no. You have to do another thing to retain them. So that's a big, big thing here. So we have to talk about that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think about this, guys. Have you ever lost an A player where you're like, what happened? I can't keep my guys? Oh, well, guess what? You want to plug the holes in the boat first before you go and try and row across the lake, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> so awesome. Thank you, Vero. We'll have part Thank two you. of this, everybody. Um, you know, apply these things, pick one thing, apply it, move your business forward. You know, there's people out there that would love to work for you. If you, you know, make it attractive, you know, attractable, you, you all have this ability to do this. So make it happen. And if you want to reach out to us about our done for, uh, you know, the done for you hiring process, or even interested in, in finding out more about that or what that process looks like, you can reach out to us and, and, you know, have a call and, and we'll give you some insights under the hood and we'll go from there. So thanks, Vero. We'll see you on the next uh, Thank you. part two. Hey, rock stars. Thank you for watching the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button. And if you're serious about growing and need help, click on the link below. Myself and my team would love to help and give you the necessary tools so you can take your contracting business to the next level. And remember, dominate, delegate, and deliver.